0: Hey what's going on everybody we're trying something new this time around we're going to give you two podcasts in one this is going to feature Emily Beecham from Into the Badlands she plays a character called The Widow and it's also going to give you the season one of Into the Badlands review by us and this episode is brought to you by Gamefly. Gamefly is a monthly subscription service that has over 8,000 new and used games. Y'all know that the holiday season is upon us. And if you haven't seen what's coming up for video games this holiday season, you might be surprised and you might go broke. (laughs) There's so many good games that are coming out right now. Just to name a few, there's Battlefield 1, uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare just came out Final Fantasy 15 is coming out soon Watch Dogs 2, that's just to name a few that, those alone are, are really highly rated games that are going to come out I'm looking forward to playing all of them and uh, what better way to do that to afford all those games than to just pay one little monthly fee um, basically what Gamefly does is you pay a, a monthly fee and they send you a game. Once you're done playing it, you send the game back and they send you the next game that's on your list. It's a great way to save money while gaming. Another great thing to do would be to gift that um, to somebody else for the holidays. So that's a holiday gift idea for for y'all out there. Try to give somebody a month of Gamefly for free on you. Know, on you. Um, one thing that we're doing is you can get a free month of Gamefly on us. P- completely free. So if you go to Gameflyoffer.com forward slash be then BTI, um, you will s- get the first month of subscription service on us. Once again, that's gameflyoffer.com forward slash be then BTI to get your first month of subscription for free. And now, on with the two shows. There is a-
1: Welcome to Black of the Black Times Infinity. Uh, we're so very, very appreciative to have you. We know you have limited time. We're just gonna jump right in sure. and, and start asking you some questions. We're huge fans of your work, especially on Into the Badlands. Oh, fabulous! Um, Thank you. Really quickly, I wanted to first start off the interview by asking you uh, about what type of martial arts training, because you're, you know, your character is doing such incredible things on the show. What type of martial arts training do you have, maybe in real life? And uh, how did the training go for the show itself? Well, uh,
2: pre the show, I had zero martial arts training. I was quite physical though, but so it was it was it wasn't too hard for me to pick it up. But we uh, we had a really intense five week training, which we did in New Orleans uh with uh, zero with zero uh, air conditioning because they they wanted us to get used to the heat <laughs> which was really punishing but probably a good idea because we were shooting fight scenes outside for a lot of the time uh and we did shaolin kung fu style training and wushu uh which is based a lot around um um tai chi so we did some tai chi and we did lots of stretching trying to do our splits every day and very intense stretching and uh, very intense kicking and oh my goodness I think by week three uh, oh my goodness in so much pain I've never been in that amount of pain in my life I've never <laughs> done that kind of level of exercise in my life um but it, it, it you know and it was exhausting but uh it was but once we'd seen the fights and we saw what what we managed to do it was really gratifying but um but the process was really really hard work um yeah so that 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 was our training for season one and season two we did pretty much the similar same thing it's that we did we focused it more around yoga actually oh. the second time because i think i think uh, daniel Wu wanted us to learn um uh, just, just body strength and flexibility. Yoga is really, really good for the yeah. martial arts and working on the harnesses. And um, I think it was a slower pace, which I think was better. So we weren't destroyed by the time we started filming. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yoga it, it is was, great. Yeah, it was great.
0: Yeah. yeah, I just came back actually from uh, – I do jiu And I just came back from there to do, the, do this interview. And yeah, uh, yoga is definitely oh, yeah. like a huge part of martial arts. I think most martial artists kind of figure out to, to do yoga eventually. So yeah, all, all your hard work definitely paid oh, right, off. Yeah.
3: Now, after season one, did you continue keeping up with the training and like kind of the martial arts um, aspects of of the workout routine that you did?
2: Sorry, what did you say? That was the martial arts element of the workout.
0: Sorry, he was asking if you continued uh, your martial arts training after season one.
2: Oh, um, well, they wanted us to actually continue with yoga. Uh, you don't want to it's actually really easy to injure yourself i i I did actually have a tiny injury this 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 season i I sprained my ankle but um fortunately we had really good physios so i just um left it a week which was quite and daniel was very nervous (laughs) he was very worried but it was fine and i recovered so it's fine um but uh yeah we they they wanted us to mainly do yoga because I think it's just it's 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 better for your limbs and it's it just strengthens all the muscles around your knees and your ankles and all those vulnerable weak bits, which are the bits which you can injure yourself um so i i did a little bit of martial arts and um just but mainly yoga, just for the strength and the flexibility that was the most important thing really That's awesome. um yeah,
3: yeah, yoga's really hard they do. didn't want <laughs> us
2: breaking any legs whilst we weren't with them, so
3: yeah, yeah, <laughs>
2: probably better. Yeah yeah so how badass i know aramis did a lot of kept up his training quite intensely when he wasn't he did a lot of intense training aramis
0: and that's mk on the show right sorry that's mk on the show
2: yes yes aramis mk on the show yes so um, yeah
0: how badass did you feel playing the widow in the show was it like super empowering for you
2: was it empowering? um yes, it was a really exciting role to play. It was brilliant. Um, I've never played a role like that before. Um, yeah, she's a really strong character who I felt was an anarchist, and I liked that. I kind of liked what she stood for, really. She was wanted to upend the whole system the whole the whole cruel system of the badlands, and she I like that she disagrees really strongly with that and is doing something about it and And the fact that she's not popular because of that, I think that that's an uh, exciting role to play, somebody who doesn't really give a damn what people think of her or people judging her. And, yeah, and she's doing it alone. And, yeah, and she's strong. And and she becomes even stronger in season two. And uh, that's really satisfying to see. So, yeah, I think, yeah.
1: The Widow seems to be playing chess while everybody else is playing checkers on this show. What are your thoughts on her being usually a step ahead of everyone, including the Baron?
2: Well, she's very impulsive. She doesn't play by the rules. And she always goes around the back door. So she's always making decisions that are unexpected. I think that's her strength. A bit spidery. She's a bit, um... (laughs) She lurks around in the shadows. And, um... And pops out when people least expect it. I think those are her strengths, but she doesn't play by the rules. Very
1: nice.
3: Yeah. So like we know that the black or the widow is a is a badass on the show and the cover art for the show has Sonny's they show Sonny's back and he's got the tattoos with all like how many people he's killed. Do you feel that the the widow has yes. more of a, a hit list than he does?
2: But sorry, what they've got tattoos to show how many people they've killed and 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 she what, sorry?
3: Yeah, do you feel that the um, the widow has more of a kill streak than than Sonny does on the show?
2: She has more of a kill. What a kill number! Yeah, yes. Yes.
3: do kill you think number. do you think that she has
0: killed more people than Sonny has?
2: Oh goodness! Uh, well, he's a professional clipper. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> but the widow's no joke.
2: Oh, yeah, she I, took out those guys in the I, bar. i would guess uh, that she actually hasn't because he's a professional. But he, uh, you find out more about this. That there's a mysterious secret about her but you find out a little bit about in the end of season one and you discover more in the end of season two quite a long 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 while to wait to actually discover that but um, um that uh uh reveals quite a lot about why she's so accomplished at fighting so, um and why she's so brave right and doesn't appear to fear death and things like that um uh, yeah. I'd hazard a guess that, that actually Daniel's killed more the Sonny has killed more people because he's actually a clipper, but I mean it's a difficult one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <must yeah>. <laughs> what do you think, Ali? Uh, Ali I knew this is with me. She... Oh very <laughs> money's on Sonny. Oh, ah, okay. You know, money's on...
0: <laughs> so I think the uh, the secret that you were talking about was uh, Azra, right? Um that was at the end of, of season one. Yeah. It was given up that She is possibly from the same place that MK is from. Um, Can you give us, without spoiling, obviously Season 2, can you give us your thoughts on what Azra is and why doesn't...
2: What Azra is.
0: Yeah, and then why doesn't the, the Widow have the same powers as MK?
2: Azra is this very mysterious land... And um, I really don't know how to answer that. It might be hard without doing to spoilers. That. Sorry.
0: Well, well it's, I, I said it might be hard to, to answer. I guess without giving spoilers. But I, I guess, can you give us? Uh, since this is the last question, can you give us uh, what we can look forward to on season two of Into the Badlands?
2: What, 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 what can we expect from season two? You say yes. Uh, well, um, well, from from the widow, the, the cat, she becomes a lot stronger. Her her force becomes a lot stronger. Uh, and she starts to make a very large impact on the Badlands and starts to upend a lot of things. And uh, she, she... People start to... She wants to make a connection with people more. People start to understand more about her. I think in Season 1, she remains a, mis- a bit of a mystery, really. You don't yeah. really find an awful lot about her. I think you discover more about her past and her real motives and uh, more about her in Season 2 and... Yes, she wants to kind of build a bridge more between herself and cogs, and i think yeah she she starts to develop her her yeah her plans start to advance a lot, so that yeah becomes exciting for her.
0: Okay, nice. well, we definitely look forward to, to seeing you in, uh, in season two of Into the Badlands. Is there anything else you want to say before we go? Where can our audience find you online?
2: Or, will, can audiences find me online, you say? Yes. Uh, yes, I'm on Twitter and I'm on Instagram. So I haven't actually been on them for a while because I've been filming. But I mean, I'll, I'll, and also I'm not allowed to release any photographs, obviously. Until the show <laughs> yeah, comes yeah. out, then I can <laughs> release photographs. <laughs> but yeah, no, I am on those, yeah. Okay, well, cool. I mean, th- so you thank you for your time. Anybody can ask me for sure on Right, we know what's next. Yeah, thank nice you. Well, thank you so much. You. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you guys we, so we much. Appreciate your time. Yeah, have a good rest all of your right. day. Bye. Bye.
0: And now for our review of Into the Badlands Season 1. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Black in the Black Towns Infinity. Infinity! <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Uh, this is kind of a new thing for us. We're going to do a review of something. So, we're going to do a review of Into the Badlands Season 1. Um, it was my favorite show of 2015, it was, it was pretty awesome.
3: It was definitely a great show. Uh,
0: Yeah. Oh, also thank you to the folks at AMC and Emily Beecham for coming on to the show. We just did an interview with Emily Beecham. We figured it would be a perfect time to do our review of season one of Into the Badlands. So, how did you guys like it?
3: I fucking loved it. It was probably like one of the greatest martial arts shows out there right now. It definitely had like a lot of killing, a lot of cool sword artwork, or sword play, some um, some cool ass fight scenes. It was it was just overall a great show.
1: Uh Yeah, it was surprising for me because uh, I didn't understand what was going on at first, but uh, I was really impressed by the the choreography and the, the fight scenes because that really blew me away. And the story was really like new and kind of different. I felt like um, AMC took a, a big chance with this show, mm-hmm. like they did with Walking Dead, and I, I think it paid off for them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Basically, this show, you get a, a kung fu flick every week. I yes. thought that was awesome. So I, I'm a huge uh, kung fu flick. So let's actually talk about what is Into the Badlands about. It is set in like a dystopian future where there's no guns, which is weird because they still have mechanical stuff. So I'm like, "Mm."
3: yeah, like the guns are outlawed. And I yeah. guess it, everybody voted to have guns outlawed. That is, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah which is yeah. weird. Because
0: I'd be like, I'd outlaw all guns and I'd have all the guns. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I guess they take uh, somebody's word to heart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean,
3: look at our the state of America right now. Like, people are top worried about the government taking our guns. And here in this world, guns are outlawed. So it's, it's, it's an interesting take on that.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is interesting because instead of guns, they use swords. Mm. And, mm. and you know, martial arts. Which yeah, is various, and...
3: various melees. In one part, someone uses
1: a torch. Oh, shit, that's right. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> it was pretty crazy. Yeah, so the, the story centers around a, a Clipper named Sonny. A Clipper is basically an assassin. Um, or a bodyguard. Or, or you a highly skilled battle bodyguard. Yep, but he goes out and actually kills people. Yes. So, and, and he has tattoos on his back for every kill that he has. Um, his boss is Baron Quinn, and he's kind of this sort of crazy guy who's, you know, later on the show. There's some things that that come out where it sh- kind of shows why he's a little a little crazy. Yeah. So and, and they actually have a uh, a poppy field. So the, there's barons all around uh, the Badlands, and they have um, different things that they control. Mm-hmm. Um, Baron Quinn controls the poppy field,
1: and, which
3: is also what they use for making opium. Yes. Yeah. And it, then, I
1: think he does something else too. Is it, oh no no no! That's later on. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> I'm jumping the gun.
0: And then like the widow, she owns uh, the oil fields. And I forget what the other what the other barons have. But those are the the two main ones that we really interact with in the show are, are the the widow and uh, Baron Quinn.
1: Yeah, so. there's one more that controls the uh, the river access uh, mm-hmm. that goes outside the Badlands I think it's called, think it's called the River King.
0: Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: he's yeah. like a baron as well, which yeah. is strange but, it, but, but it's then awesome.
3: also with Quinn she's kind of a new baron cause she she no, no, takes oh, you the, mean the, the widow, or the the widow sorry. yeah she's she's a, a, or she, oh you're talking about the widow, the widow? So, okay, the widow. yeah right. she's new to be in a baron like she kind of worked up the ranks to become one
1: yeah it's kind of weird with her character because she's kind of made out to be the main villain, kind of, but then, like, it feels like mm-hmm. perhaps Quinn is the villain. So you have to kind of watch the show and kind of judge for yourself because each one of them has their own goals that they're trying to get to, and they do it ruthlessly to get to their end game. They do.
0: Yeah, and uh, further along into the show, actually, the first episode, really, um, you're introduced to a character named MK. I don't know what the initials stand for, but he's a kid, and he appears to have some sort of, like, powers like mm-hmm. basically you can go if he gets cut or he sees his own blood he goes pretty crazy yeah, yeah.
1: Reminded, did that remind you guys of attack on titan where like you have to mutilate yourself in order to change
0: a little bit yeah or <laughs> uh, remember tokyo gore police oh yes. <laughs> yeah but yeah. that was yeah that was that crazy that's crazy yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was, it was uh, interesting to see that a kid basically his eyes turn black and he just fucks up everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has like yeah.
3: superhuman strength and reflexes and like he yeah. does, and he 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 does ha- damage
1: and he does have powers because he straight does like an haldukin yeah. to like everybody. So it's pretty crazy. He um, and he's not he's in some kind of state that he has no control of or he doesn't even remember no. in some cases. So um, the main character. Um, Sonny. Yeah. He's the uh, clipper where it kind of focuses on him. He's trying to help MK um, control this as well as try to find a way out of the Badlands.
0: Right. Because they learn uh, a little bit later in the show that uh, MK is from a place called Azra mm-hmm. and Sonny is actually he's in a relationship with a woman named Vale, which is cool because uh, Sonny is an Asian guy and uh, Vale is actually African-American. So it's cool to see finally – you know, uh, an Asian guy finally gets them on TV. Yeah. It's, it's very rare. That the only other show that that does that is uh, The Walking Dead. Um,
1: or oh, then I guess they're Fresh Off the Boat.
0: Well, yeah, but that's hmm. that's kind of newer, but it's still it's like with, with a different ethnicity. You oh yeah, yeah,
3: for sure. Inter- interracial relationship.
0: Yeah, so I thought that was uh, that was pretty awesome. One of the reasons why he wants to leave uh, the Badlands is because Vale is pregnant. Yes. yes. So.
3: And when we first introduced him to, to Sonny, like, he's riding on uh, a motorcycle, a pretty badass motorcycle at that. Yeah. But um, this is when he meets MK, and there's, like, probably, like, a good number of... There's probably about 10 guys, and he kills them all without even using his own sword. Like, he puts his sword down and, like, fights these guys with his hand, but then he turns around and uses their weapons against him. And you can see the different kinds of martial arts that he's using, because he's going from one weapon to another. And one of my favorite scenes was he took... um. I, can't, I don't know what kind of weapon it is but it's like a blade on the on a on a um, handle and he stabs this one dude yeah i think it might it. be it yeah and he stabs this one through one dude with it it goes through him he pulls it out of the guy's back and continues using it to kill more people and <laughs> yeah. that was pretty bad that's how badass this show is uh
1: yeah i want to also point out like um the widow with her fighting so oh, she's yeah. She kind of looks like a, I want to say like a 1800 style Black Widow. If you've ever seen the Marvel mm-hmm. movies, she literally has like fiery red hair. And she's always in black,
3: mm-hmm. like
1: almost fetish style, like um,
3: uh, gothic like, type. Uh, like a Madame like, type shit. right? Yeah,
1: like a Madame, but a little gothic and stuff. And she, it looks like she's doing a lot of her own stunts um, and put in some crazy mm-hmm. situations. Because when she's fighting you see there's close-ups of her face during the fight. I mean, there's other scenes where you can kind of tell it's stuntable. But there's other scenes where she's right there with it and sparks are flying. So it's like pretty interesting seeing these really intense fight scenes. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, these are, as far as TV goes, these are top-notch fight scenes. It's One of the reasons why I love this show is because I didn't see anybody at the time doing any sort of martial arts TV shows that had really high-quality fight scenes like this. Basically, every week you're getting a new well choreographed, uh, Kung Fu flick. And
3: yeah, it's like movie quality fighting. It's not like TV yeah. stuff where you can see the cut scenes stuff like that. Like it's like one takes fight scenes, which is awesome.
1: Yeah. There's only one other show that I think that, that it, it it's there, but doesn't come close to this. And that's arrow oh, arrow yeah. that has some pretty good stunts, but nothing that oh, comes yeah. close to into the badlands. This is top notch stuff. This is the driving point of the show. Um, this the story is actually pretty interesting as well cuz it it does have that it does have that dystopian feel but it's like they have their vehicles are they feel like they're from the 30s but mm-hmm. we know this is in the
0: future it's almost steampunkish yes yeah, yeah yeah that yeah. that's the
1: thing that that's almost like it's like a kung fu steampunk show
0: yeah yeah and there's actually one more character we uh, left out it's uh Matilda oh yeah matilda who oh, yeah. is the widow's daughter but i'm not entirely sure if she's that's really the widow's daughter because yeah. of the way that uh, the Widow kind of sends her off onto these missions that I would not send my daughter out to <laughs> so, yeah. yeah,
1: she runs, like, a school for young girls. And it, it seems like, I think, when she takes in these girls, she takes them on and is the mother role, has well, them call her mother, and then she just trains them as her daughters.
3: Well, it, it, She even takes on... She also takes, like, females into her camp because there's one scene where they... I believe they raided on the Barrens' area, and they killed... They had the, oh no, I think there was a woman that was captive and they were like being like for sexual purposes. And they they pretty much go into there, kill off all the men, and they, she tells the woman, like, hey, you know, you can join my, my group. Like, you oh, can be yeah. part of our crew. So she also takes in other females into her camp.
1: Yeah, I think that's how the, her recruitment, but it's like, if you notice, each baron has um, their subjugates like swear to them kind of oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. pledge your allegiance to me the and I will take you. Them, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's an interesting dynamic. There's a whole new social system uh, or whatnot. There's also the mysticism with MK and his whole powers and where the city that he's from. Because we don't know very little. We don't see. Um, the season is a little short, but I do understand. Like, Walking Dead was short when it first came out, it was also That's, six yeah. episodes. So, and that has obviously now is wildly popular. Um, season two is coming up. We can't wait.
0: Yeah. At the end of season one, there was a, a kind of a a bombshell that was dropped at the end. It was There's that, a few bombshells. Yeah, but the one with the with the widow. So the widow is actually one of my favorite characters in the show. I thought she was badass. And she uh divulges that she's actually from Azra, which is where MK is supposedly from. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't have any powers, um, which is kind of interesting, which is another thing in the show is that um when MK uses his powers he has to basically get injured. And they say that each time he bleeds, it makes his powers weaker. So I wonder if she just used her powers up too much. Mm, that's true. Or, or, well, or she what?
1: she does point out at one point if you continue to use your powers, you will die. Yeah. But she's get she gets injured a couple times and still is yeah, still alive. Would, yeah, yeah, she doesn't so, go crazy. And then yeah. and then she does say she used to be special. So maybe it was taken from her. Yeah, or maybe she just lost it. Hopefully, we get to find out.
3: But we also see, um, kind of toward the end of the episode, we see the monks come. And yes. they yeah, come, that was crazy. Art, Israel, because the episode, the,
1: the episode before that, they're informed that there's a, quote-unquote, dark one mm-hmm. among uh, Quinn's men. And they come in. They don't even speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they say one line, but it's like some Halduken stuff. Yeah, And they just, just show their awesome power.
0: So one of those... Uh, monks was actually from the UFC in Force. It's Kung Lee. He's actually oh, a former fr- Strike Force champion. Sweet. Um, so yeah, I knew him right away. It was, it was pretty awesome to see him uh, doing some more acting work. He's, he's been in a few other uh, movies and TV shows as well. Yeah.
3: yeah. One thing we kind of didn't touch on is that, um, you know, Sonny might be from Azra. Ezra, how do you pronounce it?
0: Uh, I think it was Azra. Azra. Yeah,
3: because yeah. he, once he meets MK, uh, one, of, one of the boys of the Clippers takes away MK's amulet. And it looks, and it's the, it's like a, a city. And right away, like, uh, Sonny's like, oh, you know, this looks very familiar. Like, where is, what is this place? So it might be hinting that he might be from there. Cause he's kind of an orphan himself. Yeah. He, yeah. He yeah. could
1: have lost his special ability too, to go to the upside down. <laughs> uh, so yeah.
3: So yeah. What, what
0: do you guys uh, rate the show and do, you, would you recommend it to others? Go ahead
3: blue i would give this a nine just because the the fight scenes are well done the storyline the mystery behind everything that's going on the the hatred between like the different clans and like this and it's kind of an original idea too for the show so i definitely give it a nine i would highly recommend somebody to check it out and plus the first season's only six episodes so you can easily power through yeah it's easy binge yeah I,
1: i also give it a nine uh for all the points that blue had said but also if you're looking for something new and fresh and you want to get through something quick. It's only six episodes. You can easily power through and, uh, you know, be have a new favorite show, perhaps.
0: Yeah, I give it a nine as well. It was my favorite uh, new show of 2015. And from the first episode, I knew I was going to love it. And they didn't let up. It, it, the action was great. Storyline was good. Um, yeah, I think we all recommend it, right? Yes, I mean, yeah. yes. yes. Highly, highly recommend, recommend it. It. And In fact,
1: I was recommending it as I was watching it. I'm all, you need to watch the show. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, so we're looking forward to season two, so yeah, it it should be pretty awesome. Yeah. So there's there's our review, our first review. First review. Yeah. Hopefully we did all right. All right. Thank you,
1: AMC, for uh, letting us check this out and do a review for you guys.
0: Yep. All right. Black on the back. Times Infinity. We're out. Later.